0: What's sure. wrong?
1: Back to another episode of More Than the Title. I'm your host as usual, Jared Thomas, Chief Revenue Officer at Outside the Box Digital. And you know, I got my brother, my brethren, your favorite CEO's
2: favorite CEO, Chattie, yo What's good, baby? I want to make sure I'm just not frozen today. Can you see me? Oh no, am, you're really am, rocking today. Am I moving? Yeah, you must be thinking was <laughs> frozen, like a BBQ's drink last week. We never <laughs> had that shit. Just so you know, we don't play that shit. That modem and that router got fired. Sent that shit to the trash compactor. Got a new one. We can't have malfunctions on the show, ladies and gentlemen. You know what it is, man. We got we got to have the best shit for the for to get the message across properly.
1: Get the message across. And speaking of the message, it wouldn't even be a message without y'all, man. So straight yeah. up and down, straight up. Shout out to our followers, our listeners, our supporters, subscribers. Yeah. All across every platform. Last week we went crazy. Four hour episode. Five hundred people tuned into the live stream,
2: y'all. Crazy. And I ain't gonna lie to you. I was, I, that was woo. That was an episode, y'all. Listen, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. Yo, shout out, shout out the people already joining on the Instagram. Shout out the champ. Shout out the Star Sean. What up, fellas? What um, up, yo, I'm gonna be real with y'all, man. I've never experienced nothing like that in my fucking life, man. At the two hour mark, we was about to call it quits. You guys said keep going. At the three-hour mark, people were still joining. We said, let's call it quits. I was like, do not turn this fucking podcast off. Four hours, two minutes, 58 seconds without a drop-off. Unbelievable. <laughs>
1: That's how we do, man. That's how we do, man. So shout out to y'all, man. And also shout out to our distribution partners, the live podcast network. Let me get the let me get the link up, y'all. Yep, so if y'all want up. more content from black creators, like more than the title, make sure y'all download the app and get great content from other black creators. This is the first women-owned, black-owned podcast network in the world, man. Make sure y'all subscribe, make sure y'all support. Shout All out right. to Angel and the entire team. You know how we do, baby.
2: And listen, listen, and we're still sending our well wishes out to Angel. Shout um, out to sis. Yeah, she made it out the um the surgery well. So we want to send our, our get well wishes to her. She's at home recovering. And still, and still she, got the lab, she got the laptop on top of the fucking medical desk. Man. One of the hardest, hardest working women out here. You know what I mean? You got to
1: support that. You yeah. got to support that. Eat. But with that said, you know what I mean? Let's start the show. So you've seen this brother on all the shows, man. You've seen him on Earn Your Leisure. You've seen him on on, uh, Sleep is for Suckers. You've seen him on Social Proof Podcast. You know what I'm saying? So this brother, what do the Department of Defense, Homeland Security, the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Veteran Affairs and the Department of Interior all have in common? Each one of these United States government bodies have an ongoing relationship with this brother and has awarded several government contracts to him. And he started his business in 2008 and didn't reap the dividends of his work until 2011. took three years to get his first contract. And in the beginning, he had a PhD, public high school diploma, interest, and ethic. Without any guidance or help, he used this formula to become the mentor he thought he needed. And now he's the conduit between government entities, their representatives, and you. So let's give it up for this brother. He's right now. He has secured over 35 active government contracts. Mm -hmm. And more than 30 of them, which are still all gone for the next years, y'all. Let's give it up for the CEO of the Federal Code, Mr. Jason
0: White, y'all. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. That's Thirty-five yo, with thirty, exactly. still active. crazy exactly. That number, that number, actually wrong. is thirty-nine. That Woo. Oh, <laughs>
2: Hey, do me a, Jay, do me a favor real quick. Tilt tilt your um camera down a little bit. We're getting a lot of um ceiling. Yeah, we want to make sure the fans can see you. So when we yeah, cl- we go. we, we rocking, rock, right? we,
1: rock, we bobbing. You already snow. Bro, oh, yeah. bro, bro hey. appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming to the show, man. Appreciate There's you. Love, for real.
0: Man. I actually just landed from Vegas. I'm here. Oh, you man. in the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl was crazy. Yeah, I was in the Super Bowl with it. That was crazy. It was uh. a good vibe, good energy, you know, Vegas money the super bowl all the people come on man i love yeah. that
1: Dude, tell me you bet on the right team cuz i know we had chaddio looking like this uh, we had him looking like
2: this nah, I, ain't, I, ain't, nah. I ain't gonna lie I, if my tv wasn't so expensive i'd have been punching my shit too but i'm not i didn't
0: even bet i ain't even bet on the joint cuz right. real talk i was going to bet with the niners
2: That's that, that, that a nation bro I was nina nina. Bet
0: with the niners man oh, and oh, i, oh. I could bet with the chiefs man you know what i <laughs> mean so I would have caught a strong, I would have caught a strong L too, boy. <laughs> well, hold on though, Jay.
2: I'm I'm just going to look, I understand fandom real quick. We're going to just talk about it. You know, people be like, Yo, why are you not fuck on Kansas City? It's not that I don't like Mahomes; I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. But I'm yeah. a 49er fan, right? I've been a fan since since I was playing football back in the 80s and 90s of when you know what I mean of the old yeah. school 49ers. So I, I don't believe in just bandwagon jumping just because a team is hot. Yeah. Cause then I'd have been a fucking Seattle Seahawks fan when when fucking you know what I'm saying yeah. Russell was doing it. Yeah. Nah, I'm not bandwagon yeah. jumping. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm a yeah. fan if, of you, if your team ain't in there,
1: cool. But you always bet on black, baby. That's what you do. That's why you in there. <laughs> Like this, yeah. I'm saying I should have put the bag on it. I ain't do it. I was nervous.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. You should have put the bag on it, bro. Cause hey, it was a lot of people confident when the Chiefs. I was just like, they gonna catch this L. They damn it, they, they pulled it up, pulled it Crazy. up, bro, so, man, Jay,
2: bro. Yo, we seen some receipts. I ain't gonna hold you, J. I seen a couple people show some receipts like
0: they want a whole ticket. A like, it was a dude. It was a dude where we was at, straight yeah. holding his whole thing up like this. And yeah. that's how you know people too comfortable, man, because <laughs> I was still, hey, listen, if I was still hungry, <laughs> real for real, he was fool, he was- <laughs> In
1: case that brother watching. <laughs> got comments already. just said, hey. What up, What's sis? going on? What, what up, sis? Up, but, man make, let's start make, let's start from
2: the, that energy man make. i
1: was gonna say bro like let's start from the top bro because i want to i want to know about your upbringing bro because your lane <laughs> is niche bro yeah. i don't know anybody that's in your lane doing government contracts at the level that you're doing it bro so
0: tell yeah. us about your upbringing and we can kind of segue into where you are now bro now i'm from north of virginia man two up two down seven five seven so there you go yep yep so man just growing up out there is is hooping or football or is street, right? It's is one, one of the three. That's it. Man. Then you got the opportunity to go into the military and, and, you know, take that role. So, you know, I just thought for real, I was going to be in the NBA. I ain't going to lie, man. That was the dream. That was the dream. That was a focus. That was it. I'm hooping, yo. That's all I'm doing. And when I ain't make it, I got to try to make moves. So that's how I grew up. I ended up going to the military anyway. I did 10 years in the military. A lot of people don't even know that. I did 10 years Mm -hmm. in the military, that was cool, but military ain't teach me nothing about uh, contracts, but what it did teach me was, you know, readiness, work ethic, and always be ready to flow like water. The military taught me that, so I take that, I take (laughs) that. ready to flow like water, bro. What kind of service you was in, Jay? I was in the Coast Guard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was in the U.S. Coast Guard. Oh. And look, watch this, watch this. I barely graduated high school, but people don't know that the Air Force and the Coast Guard are the branches that you gotta be intelligent. It ain't about grunt work. It ain't about frontline work. It's about all mine. So when I took the test and it was like, yeah, you can go to any branch you want to. My homeboy was going into the Coast Guard. So I was like, I'm gonna just do what he doing. So yeah. I did, I did 10 years in the Coast Guard, but I ended up going to the brig cause I still was trying to be, you know, uh, cocaine cowboy or something back then. So. <laughs> oh, <shit. Yeah>. <laughs> I did two years in the brig. That's military jail for people that don't know. And. Did you, um, did
2: you get a dishonorable discharge?
0: No, nah, I got an honorable. I ended up wow. an honorable. You got discharge. an honorable? That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So
2: how, how did you, how did you navigate that with going to the brig and doing two years? You cause know, you.
0: Yeah, just, like, just, like, just like federal jail, state penitentiary, you can get good time, right? And and as you're getting good time, they can start to see that you're making the necessary changes that they want you to make. Also too, I'm a people person. I mean, I'm locked up, but hell, man, I know you got the keys to when I get out of here, get me an honorable. I'm about to buddy, buddy with you real quick. And that's why I got the honorable, man.
1: Relationships.
0: Yeah, because it,
2: you know, it's real important for people to know like the military is a great viable option. Um, if mm-hmm. you're not ready to go to college and you're looking to grow up a little bit and mature a little bit, get out on your own. Um, but the military is very dangerous for people that don't understand that if you don't get an honorable discharge or what's called the medical discharge, which they can kind of give you like an other than honorable, if you get kicked out of the military. Um, with a BCD, we call it the bad cookie. That's a felony conviction on your record, and it's yeah. not a state felony; it's a fed felony. Yep. So you know what I mean. That quickly, you could go in the military, go AWOL, or some. You know, people be getting kicked out for the you know the dumbest shit, nah, and uh, end up with a fucking federal conviction of a felony, which is worse than if you'd have just stayed on the block and caught a state
0: bed. You man. know what I mean? A lot yeah. of people don't know you could get out the bridge and. Yep. They- in the state or federal has the right to prosecute you again a double jeopardy wow. yeah so i was supposed i was supposed to get a little bit more than what i did right. but like i said i i've always had to i guess to gift the gab of under or and or understanding what relationships can do for you and yeah. you know what i mean so i just had a a knack for just making good relationships while i was in there i got the honorable yeah. Um just never look back
2: yeah man I, you uh, know I, I want. I want to say by the grace that you actually did it that way, because normally it works in reverse. If you get in trouble, especially um state side, right? Normally the, the civilian police pick you up and they prosecute you first, and the military sits back and waits. They wait. Yeah, They'll, but
0: I wasn't state. I was federal. So my okay. My, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so they you
2: because you okay. So you got to kind of got to play on that.
0: Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Right. That would have been all federal. So I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah. It's still by the grace of God that That's a fact. everything happened the way it happened. So yeah. I'm good. That's yeah. Up.
2: Thank you. Thank you for your service, bro. We, we yeah, straight, yeah. up, straight, straight up, straight up, yeah. definitely. Um, bro- brother in arms. I did five in the Marines, so trust me, mm-hmm. I, I know what that life is like. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes,
0: sir. It ain't for the weak. Military period. I don't care what branch you're in. It is not for the weak. You got to understand. You got you're taking somebody, or at least in my case, with yeah. my mentality back then, who don't have no structure. Then you're putting them into a thing where it's only structure, or you get broken, or you're gonna get broke down to create to have the structure that they're creating for you. So they broke me down so much, broke me down so much. I did like the fact that they built me back up, but that breakdown was rough. was what, what,
1: what, what was the toughest part for you, though, bro? Like, like was it the basic training? Was it the actual service? Like, break us break down. Like, how'd you get through that? Because you coming straight from the block, you get yeah. that, that's a big
0: ass life adjustment, bro. No, no. For real. For <laughs> talk, so it's like, number one, I didn't know how to swim. That's the first thing. So now I got to learn how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show the Navy, nigga. <laughs> Let me swim out here. Well, you got bro, you
3: about you know how to
2: you swim. swim in every
0: one of them shits, whether and you want to the water or not. Swimming is a requirement. I didn't even know how to swim, man, so I had to, you know, not, we normally woke up, I think it was like 4.30, but I had to get up at 3.30 to do remedial swim, so I had to do one hour every day to learn how to swim until I was able to pass the test, the swimming part of the test, anyway, but I think the hardest part for me, man, was just that, it was just taking direction, taking orders, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, like, I had to get it in my head, yo, you actually getting paid for them to yell at you like this, so just, just do it. Stop bucking the system and just do it. But that was very, very hard. I mean, I, I got into a fight like the second week in there. And you know, when you, well, a lot of people don't know this, but when you get into a fight in boot camp, they tie your arm to the dude you got into a fight with. And they made me and him walk around the whole joint, I think it was like for another two weeks. Everywhere together. Showers, bathroom, sleep. He had to come with me to remedial swim. It like Like, it was it was rough. It was rough. It wasn't a game. You so, ever, you ever see, see full metal jacket? Just getting broken down, huh?
2: You ever see full metal jacket? Seen full metal jacket. That that's how we used to do. We used to wait that night, right? So yeah. the fire, fire watchers on guard. Yeah. And, and motherfucker go to the bathroom, and then motherfuckers just hop out the car yeah. down the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, cause we wasn't going through that shit, like, no. if you- if you fucked up and got us smoked that day and we had to do extra PT and we got yeah. our locker, cause you yeah. shit. we fucking you up at night. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, had I
0: known to do an old school like that, I would've did that and be good. you know what I mean? But I was on site. I was you on just site. Snuck them on the line. Like, on I was like, yo, man, this is crazy. Like, I'm on yeah. site with it, like, boom. Yeah. But, you I know, that, that really getting drilled, yeah. this, like, that yeah. was hard for me. And then, you know, the Coast Guard is not... Oh. <laughs> I knew I knew I knew hold on, no, Jay, Jay, Jay.
2: Oh, I thought on. he was going to oh. give you a pass, I thought he was going to give you a pass, nah, <laughs> don't, don't his eyes. No pass. when that you said that shit,
0: I seen the look in his eyes, I said, yeah, oh, here we go, don't give me no pass, that was crazy, don't give me <laughs> yeah,
1: no you're my brother, but you know that's going, for, me that's no
0: going pass. for, the, pass. the audience crazy. love that, that was crazy, don't give <laughs> me no pass, they live for that
1: shit, it makes them go crazy, it was your tone. I'm it was the tone. You, the tone was crazy. It was all tone. The
0: way you said it. And then the hand movements with the drilling. It was with your the drill, like I was really like, bam. Hey, that, that was. That's you a my fact.
3: guy. You my that's guy. Yeah, that, that's was yeah. that was crazy. That was crazy.
2: That was crazy. You know, that, um, that was crazy. Let me ask you a question. So when you when you got out of the military, um, you got out of the military, right? Yep. What was your job in the military? Because that's very important. What was your What was your MOS while you were in the military?
0: I was Port Security Specialist, then I got turned to Maritime Police, so I was, yep, so I'm toting guns, I'm on the water, I'm in Miami, Right. I'm in Corpus Christi, Texas, I'm in Portsmouth, Virginia, Hampton, Virginia, and that's what we do, we just hop on boats and check them out. And we go to the the shipping units, shipping containers, and we pop the containers open on, on the shipyards as well, and just see what the contraband is in there, so that was my job, so before before I got in trouble, I really was going to do 20 years. I really felt like I was going to do 20 years. I was right. like, man, it's easy. Because right. like, like I was going to say, it's not a lot of black people in the Coast Guard. So they treat us like gold until you mess up. There's right. only 38,000 mm. people in the Coast Guard period. And out of them 38,000, it's probably 8,000 black people in the entire Coast Guard. So right. they treat us like gold, man. So I was, just, I was moving up in the ranks too easy. I was an E6 in my 20s early 20s too it was easy
2: yeah you know the reason i asked you that question is because you said you did very well on the asvab right yeah on Military test, which is the ass so anybody that's listening anybody that want to go in the military you have to take a pretest. it's called the asvab um and based on your score it will open or close doors to the type of job that you want in any branch of service so if you want to be Uh, intelligence or you want to be a doctor or anything or a fighter pilot, whatever you have to score within a certain percentile for them to even offer you that job um, because they they gauge you in your intelligence. So the reason I ask that is because you came out now, let's just call you law enforcement, right? Yeah, most people that are in the military that come out law enforcement, you got 10 years, so you know what the first thing they're gonna say, sell your time back to the city, join some type of law enforcement, and then you can retire early. So, was that a thought for you when you got out the military, like becoming yeah. um you know, Virginia yeah. PD or
0: something? Yeah. yeah, of course. Now, think about it. I'm from Norfolk, I'm right. going back to Norfolk. Yeah. I know everybody out here, so if I'm the police, right? I'm good. I'm gonna help, I'm gonna help my people understand. All right, y'all need to move, or you need to whatever whatever the case may be. And I was, going, I was gonna be on that type of time, but uh, it just didn't, it never panned out, man. Like, it never, it never panned out. Like, I actually took a test to be the police in North in Arlington, Virginia, okay. and um, that never panned out. Nothing, it never panned out, but that's definitely was a thought. Cause okay. at the end of the day, that's all I knew, right? For eight years, all I know is to be water, I was water police. That's all I know now. So I'm gonna come, I'm gonna get out the military and I'm gonna be police, period. Right. It, just, it just didn't pan out for me. Yeah. Right.
1: Shit, thank you, nigga, everything happened
0: for a reason. <laughs> everything for a reason.
1: Everything, so so, so, when you was trying to get into that, yo, when, when did the idea of working and getting government contracts start? When did that formulate, bro?
0: Yeah, that was kind of overnight, man, to be honest. So I'm at the gas station just chilling. My man come up there, named Stinkpot. He come up there. He talking about, I'm going to get a government contract with trucks. Don't know what he talking about. No clue. That's how it all got started. Went down the rabbit hole right then and there, that next day. Because that night he got locked up. My man got locked up that night. So I was supposed to talk to him when I got off work at midnight. I went to his house. He was already gone. He was already locked up.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, damn. that was
0: quick, yep. That's how it all started, though. But he damn, did five out. Shout out to him, bro. Yeah, like, he did you know five I mean? years, yeah. He did five years. Shout out to my man, Pop. You know,
1: you know I got to ask you a, a real question. Did When he came home, did you put him on? Did you show him what was up when you was up?
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. So it, it, it would have been hard not to because I was still around the way, right? Plus, <laughs> his mama, it was always seeing me and contacting me and you know what I mean? And just being close. With me, we was close, so uh I had to put him on. That was a no-brainer, it was too easy. Yeah, nah, that's what I, I said, yo. I said, Yo, you know, you started all this for real, for real. And he was like, Nah, go ahead. Cause because he he the type of dude like this. Like, if you're doing dirt with somebody out in the street, and then they talking about they about to clean up their whole act and go all the way left. Hmm. He was the vehicle because the message was through him. I paid attention to it. If it would have been through anybody else, probably wouldn't have paid attention to it. I probably, that's real. I probably would have never listened, yo. So, um, yeah, I had to put him on, brother. He that's doing a, that,
1: yeah. that's real too. It sometimes it's not the message, it's the messenger. Thousand percent. That's
2: so, so real. So, so, I'm gonna ask you a question though. Yeah. When, when, when he initially brought the idea to you, right? Because you know, when we come home and we looking for direction, right? The initial thing that you wanted to do didn't pan out at this time you're an adult right full grown adult you probably like late 20s right you said yep. you did about 10 so you're about late 20s almost 30. now you're like Shit, what am i going to do for a career like how am i going to support myself because there's no way you have structure for 10 years you on your own getting your own money traveling doing your thing and then you're going to come home and live back with mom or something you know what i mean yeah. so when so when he when he introduced this to you did you think that this would be like a full-time thing for you like a career or did you think like let me just try this out to put a couple dollars in my pocket until i find something else like what yeah it?
0: trial and error for sure i'm gonna yeah. do i jump out the window and build right. my parachute on the way down so i'll try anything once and just to see i jump out the
2: window and build my parachute on the way down. I'm using that one. We're going to do doing cards. I'm, I'm yeah. using that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I, I've always been fearless like that, man. I don't have a I don't have a fear of failure. I don't have a fear of I shouldn't have done this. Like, I, I really live life with no regrets. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do things to the fullest. So when he right. introduced it to me, yes, I was looking at it as, all right, man, I'm going to just get a couple of dollars and see what's up. But I didn't have right. I didn't have no clue where to start, how long it was gonna take me, yeah, oh. the, the type of contracts I need to go get. Like I was ground zero. Like I yeah. didn't even I've never even heard of a government contract before he even said those words to me. I hadn't even heard of it. I, I, I didn't even heard of starting my own business. I I was behind the eight ball like crazy. Hey, even so, taking it a step further, bro, from our community, you know what
1: well, first thing we will think of, they they'll never give it to us yeah not me that's the first question you know what i'm saying so to still go over and have that in the back of your mind all that shit in the back of your mind and still yeah. go forward bro that's real mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but
2: wait, yeah. but wait but for him it's a little different because he's a veteran and he got out with an honorable discharge so mm-hmm. technically his record is clean so if they're going to give it to anybody he's going to get it first
0: Be see clear. that's the biggest that's one of the biggest misconceptions that's what the thought is the vet's going to get personal preference and And front seat. It ain't even even like that. Now, I think it should be like that, but that that could be far from the case. And a lot of people really think that their veteran preference or their woman-owned preference or their Mm. indigenous preference gets them to the front of the line and it don't. It just gets them in another line, but it don't get them in the front of the line. Well, so, they
2: do have programs yeah. just for veterans only, is what I'm saying. Though, they, yeah, they yeah, like, yeah. They, like a lot of these um procurements that because it's called for anybody listening. When you have been on a contract, it's, it, the process is called procurement. You have to go through procurement to get it. Is is different things. Oh, that we
0: about to learn. learn today. I'm like oh, you, oh. you twisted up like a presser, boy. I'm gonna get you untwisted. We yeah. about
2: to learn today, baby. I I I did a a couple before, you know. I don't I don't do them like now, you know. I'm saying I used to do construction stuff. So we did we did you know a couple contracts and stuff with the government and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, with me being a veteran too, there's a lot of programs that um that i was in touch with that were like veteran only you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. And, and like and then when we talk about minorities there's programs that are minorities only and then like women minorities and stuff like that so like they're you said it might not get yeah. you to the they're front dead. of the line of the main line but
0: it will put you in a separate line to, you know just help give you a, a foot you up there. trying to get yeah. rolling that's all it'll put you over there but now we got to make yeah. distinctions right because right. they're Okay. It's federal, it's state, and it's local contracts, right? right? right. So, a lot of times when people speak, they speak from the state and local level, because the state and local level programs to what he's talking about is more isolated to the veteran. It's right. more isolated to the minority or the woman-owned. So a lot of people, when they're speaking about government contracting, they're talking from state and local. Correct. I'm from the federal level, because right. that's how I jumped out the window. I jumped right. up the porch on the federal level, so not mm. now that wasn't intentional. So I don't want nobody to think
1: that I, was I just ain't...
0: about to ask. I literally yeah. ain't know. I literally did not know what I was doing at all. So I didn't intentionally start at the federal level, but right. everything happened for a reason. And the federal yeah. level is the the reason why I am why I am today. Because you got to think about it. I was living with my mom. I didn't have a good credit score. I ain't had no network. I didn't have a. I didn't have a damn uh, LLC. I ain't have nothing. So to jump out the window and to really get started on a federal level, that's how you know you can have no experience and start getting these contracts in regardless of whatever industry. And I know we're gonna get into that. But
1: now that was yeah. I feel like I'm. I'm I'm ready. You got my. where's the where's the quote at, bro? Where's the? You have my curiosity.
0: But now you have my attention you
2: know that's my line right
0: there <laughs> yes sir boy my <laughs> curiosity now you got my
2: motherfucking attention like
0: let's yeah. do it them, them <laughs> damn watching my college man like like to to i barely graduated high school a lot of people don't know that man i graduated with oh. with a, a 1.9 i was supposed to have a scholarship to the apprenticeship school to play ball Newport News Apprenticeship School to play ball. Yeah. All I needed was a 2.0. I ain't even get that. I got a 1.9. They ain't even try to work with me. So now I I, I don't have no patience. I'm, I'm living at my mom's. I'm at the gas station. I hate to read. I got a stigma about myself anyway, about myself, not with the world putting on me. I got my own stigma about myself. Mm-hmm. And that's now I'm going into trying to read the government jargon of government contracts where I have to take my time. I got to be patient, but I got to read. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I like to give people the real background of me because it's the, it's a cliche saying, but if I can do it, man, anybody can do it straight up and down. But there are some elements that you got to have within you to get busy in this game
1: you know what What are some of those elements bro like definitely patience patience like a mob you need that
0: patience with yourself and consistency a lot of people don't have like it i started in 2008 i didn't win my first contract to 2011 now now i'm gonna give you the reasons why Mm. there are a lot of times where like i said i had the stigmas on myself so i had some woe is me moments you're not good enough you're not smart enough you, you don't have a degree. Like I'm thinking I need all these other things that I'm reading from YouTube that I don't have, but I don't want to do. I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to go to seminars. Like I just didn't want to yeah. do none of that. If I can't figure this out this way, then it ain't for me. So I just kept, you know, knocking down the bricks like this. Boom, 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 boom. Whoa. And next thing you know, now I can see where I need to go versus where everybody telling me i need to do you need to like, like 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 i said the seminars and this and that so you have to have a high level of consistency man if you ain't consistent and you don't understand what patience mean this ain't for you because this ain't quick money this longevity money this yeah. ain't yeah this ain't microwave money this ain't money like you're gonna come up right now and then boom you gotta go back hustling nah it's gonna you got to build your stuff right you got to build your your relationship with the federal government you got to build your company so the federal government knows that you're a valuable vendor and it yeah. takes time now i ain't saying it's going to take you three years like it did me but it just takes time
2: oh, so, so that's real real, quick, real, quick. real quick. i feel like before we get too heavy into this we have to backtrack you didn't have a company we need uh, to let the people know what type of contracts were you actually interested in in general? Because when we say contracts, but like there's a lot of different contracts that you could, you know, try for and bid right, on and right. things of that nature. So what was your area of focus that you were trying to get? Because when you developed your company, obviously you have to say, I want this contract. You can't go in there and say, I'm a company. I'm going for every contract possible. Right. Because <laughs> you can't
0: do that. Right. You so, need to hell do? no! You can do that. Hell no, no, you can do that. That's what I did. I don't, I don't, I don't have a niche, I don't have a specialty. Watch this. Gotcha. I don't have a company where I got lawnmowers. I don't have a company where right. I got uh cleaning equipment. I don't have an IT company, I'm a security company. Right. Is it I quickly noticed that the federal government needs these products and need these services. Right. I also quickly noticed that there's companies out here that have that product, and have that service. Man, let's just go ahead on and, and marry them. I'm the condo. I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna be in the middle. So I did I did not build my number one. A lot of like I said, a lot of things happen to me on mistake and on purpose, right? Everything happens for a reason. Okay. But at the time, I'm not knowing what I'm doing until I started to document my process, which I'll talk about that too. But mm. I built my company to be general. All I heard was general contractor, right? Yeah, so I'm right. like, all right, general. Watch this. I'm not knowing general contractor is for construction at the moment. I ain't right. know that. I'm right. thinking it's just general. It's for everything. I'm right. telling you how my mind was at. And I'm, think, I'm so thankful I was like this because I'm going to break down some barriers right now. So I'm, I'm thinking about general contractor. My company can right. do it all because I can reach anybody's company. I can do it all. I ain't right. got to do it myself. I can partner up with anybody to get the fulfillment completed. I be, I was doing that in the streets. I didn't hold. I wasn't in the plug. I right. knew the plug. And I know people that want to be on the corner. Okay, cool. I know the plug. I know how to get you to wait. I ain't touching it. But I'm going to pass. Like I was already doing that. So now, now the federal government, let's just say they need uh 2.5 acres of grass to be cut. My company isn't a lawn care company. It's not a landscape company. But in Norfolk, Virginia, there's a landscaping company that can do that 2.5 acres of grass. Mm. It was was a layup. So, yes, I absolutely built my company to go after everything. I didn't niche down. And I I, I hate it when people niche down. You putting yourself in the box. The government don't do that. We do that to ourselves. We say stuff like this. I built my company to be a digital content company. So right, right. I'ma go get a digital content contract.
3: Right. That's
0: got to be one of the ass backwards things in the world. Because remember, I'm talking from the federal level too. On the federal level, there are ninety-six thousand opportunities. So why are you going to anybody saying, "Look what I can do," when they telling you what they want ninety-six thousand times? So you got to you got to reverse engineer it. If yeah. you scratch their back, you can always circle back and say, "But my company actually does." Digital content, and that's how you grow.
1: We we got a question, too. Go ahead. Yes, so you subcontracts or include a subject matter experts within your company. It just sounds like you, you, you. What I really want to and I think she's getting into that, right? You yes. basically with a plug in between the federal con, the federal government needs this the 2.5 acres of grass being cut. You know Shaky Shady lawn acres in in Norfolk, right? Yes. They don't know how to get the contract. You get the money, you 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 actually subcontract them, they do the work and then you
0: take the margin on top,
1: right? Yes, what-
0: because the federal government allows us to subcontract out any contract. Now, they will they will say we don't want this contract to be subbed out. Fine, I just go. You. So they will they will specify that
1: when they want that. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's 96,000 of them things. If they say in the if they say in my request for quote or proposal that they don't want this one to be subbed out, I'm gone. I'ma go to the next one Got because you. of the fact that the federal government allows me to sub out anything, so because of that fact, I'm gonna go ahead on and partner up with this company and I'm being everybody lane not just a niche lane makes no sense
1: but but, but what's the vetting process though for your company so when when they when you actually do it like what do they actually what are the requirements you have your llc they're not actually actually checking to see if you have the capabilities to do the work they don't care
0: watch this the federal government only care are you the lowest price and are you the most capable that's why we do bidding that's why we do a bidding process right Whatever whatever they do on the vetting side, outside of, obviously, they're going to look at a technical, it's called a technical proposal, and they're going to look at your past performance, right? But do I have to have the past performance? A lot of people think yes, but I'm partnering up with a company that's been doing it for 10 years. So where's my past performance now? We together. We partnered up. They got the past performance. Their case study is my case study. Watch this. A lot of times. Now, a lot of times when we think about government contracting, we overthink it. I tell my students all the time, you don't got to overthink this thing. You can really just think it through with common sense, and then you'll be able to read where the common sense marries the government jargon, and you can see it's a whole flow in the process. I didn't invent subcontracting I'm not contract; they've been doing this for peons. Yeah, yeah, oh, Yeah, the,
2: so the angle, the angle that I was coming from, like I said, um, was like perfect example like something like that okay it's open right it, they don't require a lot of vetting for something like that right but let's say like there's a lot of there's a lot of deep um work that needs to be done on the basis and like defense related like you can't just walk into that you understand what i'm saying yes you I, can like,
0: brother that's what i'm telling yes, you can. Crazy.
2: when i when i was looking at yes, it when, like i said because we did it and 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 because i have clearance and we can't talk about that but because i have a certain clearance they fast track my application but unless a lot of things change with them there was a lot of vetting with with, with um clearances and stuff to even think about applying for these contracts unless well, this is level,
0: but remember what level I'm speaking on too right. the state and local is red tape like a mug right but on the federal level they they really only care can you get the job done and how much you charging me now when we now when we talking about clearances and etc you got IT companies that absolutely have to be able to get a clearance whatever it is secret top secret whatever the case may be but my company me boom is not going on that base that company that i'm partnering up with those individuals have to be able to get clearance and etc whatever it is as a company not as individuals so so a lot of time again like i'm saying a lot of times people feel like it's about what you can do and what you got going on, and it ain't even about me. If the company can't get it done, then guess what I'm doing? I'm going to another company that can get it done, or I'm going to leave that whole solicitation alone as a whole and move on.
1: That makes sense.
0: I don't don't want people to think that you know I'm going to beat my head down to uh, make sure I get this contract. Nah, if I can't get it done with the within my capabilities and within partner up with somebody, I'm gonna just move on to the next one. It's 96,000, and plus, that's I got to help people change their mentality too. I don't care about getting rich off of one contract, I never have. Right. That's why people slow roll government contracts because they right. want the million dollar bop or they right. want the 500,000. Nah, right. I don't right. care nothing about that. If I can over time create residual income from federal government contracting that's the goal anyway right message
1: heard that man. Oh, shit. I had a question too but the message fucked me up
2: <laughs> now, listen, you know he, he, he he's, he's absolutely right you know like I said like it it, it is I, I know and I know people that still go through this you know what I mean but like he said there's different levels to it um um it, it, it's intense though you know I I, I, the message I just want to get out is, is like he said. It took him three years. This is not something that you're just gonna like fall into overnight just because you think you're a good reader and, and bam, you're gonna get this shit. Like you have to know yeah. what you're doing. It's a lot of fucking paperwork. You know what I mean? It's a lot of reading. It's a lot of application forms you got to fill out and things of that nature. And you got to dodge it, you know, dodge your eyes and cross your t's properly. You know what yeah. I mean? Like,
1: with, with with that said, what was the biggest lesson you learned through that three year process that you would want somebody to learn that wants to get into this?
0: i mean you, you can't rush it man like at the end of the day you you can't rush it if you if your back is against the wall and you need money tomorrow
1: this ain't
0: this, it. this ain't it for you you know what i right. mean like like if you if you if you struggling and you about to be kicked out your crib in the next six hours this ain't it you know what i mean do you really have to change your whole mentality and this is a growth business this not a like i said it's not a microwave business it's all for growth it's all for longevity it's all in Relationship building, partnership building, and, and you're gonna you're gonna learn skills. This is a skill set type business through your communication, through your through your uh, verbal communi- communication and your written communication, right? So, I want people to understand you need to do this business to number one for longevity with a partner. As the federal government, I ain't talking about the state. I ain't talking about the local. Can you make money with the state and local? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just talking from the federal level, and you have to give yourself grace and patience.
1: That's it, bro. Man, that's it. Money talk. Yeah, when you talk money talk, you know what we got to do, y'all. We got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Still <laughs> <laughs> got hoodies. He said, microwave money. I want to see the microwave pop. Yeah. You know <laughs> y'all go get your hoodies and your mediums your largest we got white black we got cups we got mugs we got beanies if you are shoveling it's not i might have a more than title shovel up there if you're in new york we about to make this shit happen you know we're gonna give it to you at another five four three two and we back to the shizzo you know the vibes i'm saying i i, I got
2: my cup what, what what else gonna keep my tea hot or oh. Hey. yo, you, you got cold for two hours. One, one ice cube.
0: I need to give me one of those, fellas. <laughs> make it happen.
2: They'll make it happen for you. Too easy. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So, all right. So, you let's let's walk through this now. He he gives you the 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 initial information of how to get started. You start building on this thing. What are you doing now? Since you made it a point to say to, to, to say to the people. Listen, if you're about to get kicked out, da-da-da, this is not quick money. What were you doing to supplement your income and take care of yourself for the three years before you actually got this first contract?
0: I'm still at the gas station. I'm doing, I don't know if people heard of labor-ready, but I'm doing labor-ready jobs. When you go to the job and you get, at the end of the job, you get paid that day $40, $35, whatever it is. So I'm doing those those type of things. I'm living at home with my mom. So, you know... Obviously, she taking care of majority of the bills and I'm giving her what I can when I can do it. My daughter was just born at the same time. So she around, I think she was around like three or four. So that's a thing now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Kids ain't cheap. So so I, I was really going through it mentally in a bunch of different areas. Yeah. Like I'm a grown man and I was doing very, very well in the military. Now I'm struggling for real. Like hey it wasn't even paycheck to paycheck, yo. Like I knew I had a paycheck coming, but that thing was already spent. Like I already knew I was I needed to spend that money, so I wasn't even paycheck to paycheck, bro. So I'm I'm doing those jobs, but at the same time, I'm trying to a lot of people laugh when I say this, but I'm trying to be the most successful gas station attendant that I can be. I, mm. I care about where I'm at today and being competitive and successful in what I'm doing right now. I want to be the best at whatever I'm doing. So, I was actually trying to be the best gas station attendant. So number one, I could get more hours. Number two, I could possibly be a manager. Then number three, you know what I mean? Like I'm if I'm here, I'm about to just get busy. I'm about to work. So I wasn't like, damn, I don't want to be here. I got to make this work. No, I was like, I got to make this government contracting thing work because I like it and I'm feeling right. it. But this is what paying me right now. So I'm, I'm going to still get busy at, at the gas station. So those are the right. things I was doing. We got another question
2: for you. Um, So what's your favorite federal agency to contract with? Uh, the federal agency seems to have the most, do they have the most viable opportunities? And I guess she's talking about, again, versus the state or the yeah. local. Uh, when it comes to to the contracts,
0: man, the best agency, I guess, it'd be uh, the Department of Agriculture. Okay. I like that, I like that department the best for several reasons. So okay. they have a they have a lot of different contracts, and when you think about agriculture, most people think about farming and yeah, you know, uh, corn and stuff like that. But they got a lot of things where they will do like. Uh, uh, Tree trunk removal services, or yeah. they, or they, or they do like, oh, we need a new roof on this historic building over here. Like they do a lot of contracts like that, and those are longevity. Watch this. When you think about, I just go back to the quick example real quick.
2: Yeah.
0: Tree trunk removal services. You might think that's a one then done, a one and quit it and hit it joint, right? It's not like that. Mm-hmm. They want you to chop the trees down. Then they want you to chop the wood up. Then they want you to wait. Then after you wait, then they want you to remove some of the stumps. Then they want you to go over the grant. Like they make them contracts stretch out so much, and them things could be done in six months, but they stretch them out all the way to damn near two, three years. Right. So I like I like that department probably the most. And after that, it'll probably be Homeland Security. I like that department as well. My mm. two, my two joints. Okay.
1: Damn, bro. So, have you ever had like, so when you subcontracting, like, like, what, what, what is, what is one of the craziest things that's happened, bro? Have you had a, a bad, you know, like, obviously your reputation, everything. Sounds like you're project managing, and if you're managing 39 of these, right, it's very yeah. difficult. And the real thing is, you got to have a team. You got to build the right team to make sure you have the infrastructure in place in order to control all of this, right? So, like, how, how did you learn all those things, bro? How did any bad experiences that you've had that
0: you've learned from this shit? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I need so to know watch, like watch, this, shit. Watch this Watch this. You can't. People lie all day long. They ah. lie on they, they lie their websites. They lie on their resume. They lie over the phone. So now <laughs> you over the phone looking at somebody's website, and they like, yeah, I got all this equipment. I got all this personnel. And then when they actually go out onto the site to do it, it's the dude and his uncle with no equipment. <laughs> no. but. You get caught, you, you get caught up. So of course you get caught up in looking at reviews and websites, and I, that's all that's all a lie. So one of the things that I, I quickly started to learn that we all got a BS radar. Everybody knows somebody BSing them. Every I don't care if it's in your field or not, you can always catch a vibe when somebody you just like, nah, they that don't even sound that's BS. You know what I mean? So Facts. you can't vet individual well, we stop vetting individuals off of websites because that will how you in the world are hurt you really have to have human to human interaction and then you can do things like check up on people's past performance but even then that's a lot like check yeah. how many times has anybody that's listening to this or us three right here and say oh they need a job needs some references and guess who want the references? my aunt my cousin and my homeboy Hey, you no. might get a call from a job and about, you know, the next day, tell them I was the best. Like people be lying all the time. So you no. can't even use their references as a as a point of a warm and fuzzy. So we I just started to really vet them in, in different ways. And uh, it's been working out. Obviously, some people still slip through the cracks and lie. And B.S. But one thing that is a misconception with the federal government is. You get blackballed if you don't do your job right or you will never be able to work a contract again that's far from the truth the federal government loves to work with small businesses it's their business to work with small businesses. it's their business right so they they will allow you to correct the mistake you just can't keep making the same mistake over and over on the same yeah
2: you can't do that let me ask you a question um and and again this might be different um with the companies when you're doing your vetting process does the government require you to um do they go for your safety rating based off your insurance do they actually look for that and say like you have to have the company that has a safety rating or insurance rating of at least this that shows that they don't have accidents on a job or you understand what i'm saying or that that because that's a way that you know the state and the local um weeds out people also based on your previous performance if you had a bunch of accidents or a bunch of claims and stuff like that yeah. um if- if your insurance number is too high they won't um give you the job does the feds operate like that
0: also yes they do so okay. they will they will ask for your ratings if right. that solicitation warrants that right so 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 how solicitations really break down is this if they're asking for these things then you have you must provide it if you don't right. provide it then guess what you can't even submit the proposal for it right so if 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 the government is asking me for safety ratings and this company, is not willing to provide it to me, then I'm out the picture and they are too. So I'm going to go find another company that can provide the ratings that's satisfactory to the federal government's eyes. And then we put that proposal in together. So yes, sir. Absolutely.
1: And and I'm thinking as you say this shit, bro, like now that you're on 39, are you building the companies that actually do the work too? Because I know I would. Or is that something that you can't do? Because I would just build shady acres, lawnmowers. And then also, you know what I'm trying to say? And Uh, do all that.
0: Nah, so peep gang, so they doing, the, they doing the work, right? So when they do the work, they invoice me to get paid, not the other okay. way around. And yeah. when, when they invoice me, I invoice the federal government. The federal government pay me, then I pay them. So once it once the work is done, remember I'm doing contracts that are longevity, yeah. month after month after month. Yeah. Of course we sprinkle in the one hit of quitters every now and then, do the job, get paid, yeah. contract is done. But we're doing the residuals, right? So once that job is done for that month, whatever it is, then they invoice me. I look at the invoice, make sure that the dollar amount is correct. I got my point of contact on the facility to make sure I right, they actually did the job to your workmen, to your your craftsmanship. You like how they did it? They're like, yeah, everything good. Okay, cool. Then I invoice the government. The government pay me. I pay them. We just keep it rolling every month. It's
1: fire. Fine, right, I still would just still make my shady acres lawn. So when I well, I, I invoice myself to invoice the government, of you my, do that right? Yeah. But if,
0: I, I ain't man. I don't, I don't want employees, man. Like I think I, I think a lot of that. people build companies for employees. I don't I don't care nothing about that. I like a team, yes, and they can be considered employees, but they my team. Like we uh, do. Absolutely, I'm, I'm I'm teaching them how to just be me. Times seven, like seven people on my team, right? So just duplicating myself seven times to get seven times of the work done on a on a yearly basis. I don't want to I never wanted to build a company for employees. Now, when we started to acquire companies, now obviously that's a different story. A different but story. I didn't you're build. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to build for employees. I want to acquire for. Me. You're talking acquisition now. Now, yeah, you know I'm you're saying but boy, you're you good acquisition to. mode. <laughs> 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 Got to be there
1: the relationships bro because what you're describing with the federal contractor right it's similar to what we have we deal with the in the marketing world so i'm from the advertising world it's called a request for proposal so for yeah. instance if pepsi cola wants to do a marketing bid let's say for the super bowl right they'll give it out to uh 10 agencies right and for you to be on that agency list is a privilege or whatever whatever right but they also have an incumbent right so then you have to beat the incumbent, they have the relationship, they know the direct point of contact, they know all of that shit, right? And and it's very difficult to get that win as the new player, right? Mm. So winning that first one, right? Knowing what we know now, like how did you really establish those, like once you get the first one, you know they are gonna put you on, you make relations, but how did you get that first one and
0: beat the damn incumbent? That's crazy because it's actually, it's, it's, it's very similar, it's very okay. similar. That's why my contracts have been going on so long because a lot of people, don't understand that the agency if they like the company that's doing the work and the agency still has the funding for these contracts for this fiscal year then nine times out of ten gonna keep working with that company mine exactly exactly nine times out of ten so but but the federal government is fair so here's what i mean gotcha yes they might like me they everything might be hunky-dory for years let's just say seven years But if I put my contract in at a million, and a new person put theirs in at five hundred thousand, and their other documentation is acceptable, I I lost. They don't care. They care, but they don't care because they want that lowest price. The federal government got deep pockets, but they hella cheap. So you gotta you gotta understand that you're not looking to, you know, get rich of the government. What you're looking to do is submit competitive quotes. And if you can Mm. understand that mindset, I need to submit a competitive quote versus the other mindset. All right, well, I know this job. I know my worth of my company, the worth of my company, man. We can do this job for a million dollars. So it's the government. So we're going to charge 1.5. You lost. You are Because you're thinking the wrong way. You got to think about submitting competitive quotes because that lets the federal government know, number one, you're not trying to price gouge them. And then number two, you're looking to build a long lasting relationship Versus a money grab type partner, so it works. It works very similar, but when I went, to, I I just got a little tip how I won my first one. To be honest with you, man, <laughs>
1: I, I could imagine that. But it, even that's hard coming up with competitive pricing, bro. Yeah, if you got somebody that got the scoop, bro, then you say five hundred, they come in at four nine nine on some prices right shit. Yeah. That
0: what you what you what you talking about? You feel? Me? Yeah, yeah. It, it it is it is a competitive market, but that's why I don't advise people to look at websites and what the Previous company had priced their contract at that makes no sense, right? So, if there is a thing called yesterday's price is not today's price, that's real. So, when you're looking at a sheet or a website thinking you're going to get a competitive price edge, you're actually losing yourself because somebody put a, a winning bid in last month at a million dollars. Don't you know prices of gas change every day, damn near? Right. Price of, price of eggs and bread and all and milk and all it changes it fluctuates. All so right. based off the stock market and some other things. So it is always important to build a relationship with the people in that industry that actually is boots on the ground because their price point is gonna be real time, and that's one of the ways that we stay with a competitive price edge.
2: Message. Yeah, there's a um. So we so. You know, the reason I'm uh, again, I ask you a lot of these questions is because when I came home, I got into construction, so I, I've actually been doing construction 22 years. So, like, oh, nice. a, yeah, huh?
0: Nice, nice, yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm a
2: project manager, I'm a safety manager, you know what I'm saying? But I came up like I came up through the ranks through the apprenticeship yeah. program and as a laborer. So, we do, I, you know, I, I build skyscrapers, I do this shit like every day. Well, yeah, I used to yeah. quit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, there's a book, I can't remember it now, but there's a book right? Which links to a website. What that does is when the price goes up on anything, this is what we use to price our jobs out, right? It tells you the price of everything, steel, wood, lumber, like screws, everything, right? And as the price goes up, it updates it for you. You understand what I'm saying? So it, it helps to give you this real time thing. So now- That makes sense. So what we do is, say you're going for a procurement and you're like, hey man, I need to cut this grass, whatever, whatever. You can just plug in the numbers and say, you know, what, what do I need to cut this amount of grass, blah, 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 blah. And it'll say, you'll need this, you'll need that. And this is the normal price point from there. Now is you can say, okay, this is the normal price point is if everybody's using this standard, how low can I go to make this thing winnable? Because I don't know how they do it on the feds, but if you go too low and, and, and state and, and city level, they'll look at your proposal and go, that's too low. You mm. can't possibly do it for that number without yeah. cutting corners. So, do they do that on the federal level too?
0: Yes, if absolutely. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 Absolutely. If okay. so, the going low is an eye catcher, right? Right. But it's not a guaranteed winner. What right. they will do, what they will do, is exactly what you said. They'll be like, "Yo, this price point is too low to get this job done at this magnitude." Correct. Let's have a meeting. They'll right. do that. They, yeah. they, the federal level, they'll, they'll have a meeting with you to discuss. Right. Your price points and how you're gonna get this done at this price. Yeah. I absolutely love those because in those in those pre-bid meetings or pre-award meetings is what they're called. In those pre-award meetings, I'm able to bring in my partner, my subcontractor, and now we can thoroughly discuss why we came to this price point that we came to, showing that we can get this done at this price 10 times over. Message. And that helps that helps a lot to have that meeting. Now, when you don't get a meeting, They just email you back and say the price was too low, we went with somebody else. Ain't nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Mm
1: Well, we we also have Rakisha. she's she's on fire right now, yo. She have you ever post
0: protested a decision? Absolutely, hell yeah. Like, you gotta think about it. I'm a I'm still a small business, and Uh there's some uh solicitations where the federal government will look at a small business, they have certain thresholds, right? So they'll say, all right, after 18.7 million, you're no longer a small business. business some more. of them go to 47 million. After 47 million, you're no longer a small business. Right. So bigger companies try to recognize where the threshold is. So right. they'll go ahead on and submit their own proposals, and they sometimes they'll win, knowing that it's allocated for a small business. So that's mm. some of the times. If I've lost to a bigger company, which I'm 50%, right? One one lost one. I mean a one one lost one protest. I won a protest and then I still lost the protest and lost the contract ultimately as well. But if you see that and you know you were supposed to win and then you do a research and that company is at 50 million annually, well, they're not supposed to win this contract. You can protest. The protest It's not a short process. It might be like two months, but you can definitely protest if you felt like you should have won based off of the other company not meeting the basic requirements. You can't protest price points. Oh, they their price is too low. I, you can't do that. You can you can do if you can do like uh like I said, a bigger company versus yours, and you mm-hmm. can do you can do a regional protest, so you can say this company is in Africa, they shouldn't win this contract, we should win it, yada yada yada. You can go from there,
1: fine, bro. You know, I gotta ask you because we, we we hood dudes, bro. I gotta ask you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You are like me, yeah. bro.
0: What was the mama I made it moment for
1: you, broski? you know bro. what i'm saying what, what was that moment you was like mama crib we just made it. we got this contract <laughs> now we got the super bowl baby let me know what's going what was that moment for you bro
0: uh this is when i won that first one man for, so i'm gonna do i'm gonna, uh let me ask this twofold so when i won that right. first one that was 125 profit now obviously that ain't life-changing money but the the process to win that first contract was life-changing you said it was so 125k I- profit no, no, no! One hundred and twenty-five dollars. Let's get 125, it. One hundred twenty-five. I was about
1: to say, nigga, $125. No, no, no! no one
0: hundred and twenty-five dollars profit. That ain't life-changing for nobody, right? But uh, that's your extra one hundred and twenty-five dollars, and I figured out the process. So that was a a super aha moment for me. That was like, yo, this is crazy. Now let's fast forward. I I got my first awarded contract for subleasing a uh, federal a uh, space to the federal government. When I got that one. I was like it's on, it's over, it's over. You can't tell me nothing. I was, you know what I mean? I was in, I was feeling saucy, I was feeling good. You couldn't tell me nothing. But that was a a real moment because that same month, that's the month I retired my mom right there, too. Ooh. Oh,
3: home for that, baby.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Home for that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let mama now,
0: love. Yeah,
2: we gotta got to go to third period with that. <laughs> yeah, got that you. was
0: it. That cool was, that that
2: was, was, I feel amazing to you also, man, Facts, Um, bro. as a son, period, man, just yeah. as a son to be able to turn around and say, like, I got it from here. You understand? Um, I think that's, you know, every child's dream, you know, to eventually be able to get in a position to be able to kind of like look out for their parents and be like, yo, thank you for everything you did for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying, so I think I think that hits different.
0: You know what I mean? Man, you got to understand, most yeah. boys like us, we put our mom through it all, yo. You know fact. what I mean? As My mom, fact. as we, a fact, we, we we put them through hell and back. So, we, like you said, when you got the opportunity to be like, yo, just yeah. do whatever you want to do. I got the bills, I got everything, spending money, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling for sure. Fine. And and I, I want to be clear on something, right?
2: Just for you motherfuckers listening out there, right? Retire if you if you're gonna retire somebody, right? Where you tell somebody it is okay to stop working, you are assuming all financial technical responsibility for them outside of whatever money they're bringing in. If you can't tell somebody to retire and then be like, and then they come to you like, yo, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that, I'm kind of up. You're like, well, I mean, don't you get paid now? You can't do that. Like, if you tell them <laughs> to retire, you telling them. Well, Retirement is a lower based income percentage wise, right? If you retire, if you got, if you're vetted, yeah, you have the time to retire. It's a lower percentage of your salary. So now they're on a fixed income. You understand what I'm saying? So,
3: right.
2: so you are assuming a huge responsibility. So you know, yeah. don't take that shit lightly. Don't do it just to, 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 to try it. Yeah. That's a fact because you can ruin somebody's life like that. Cause once you retire, ain't no going back. Ain't no <laughs> calling to come. like, I don't want to retire. Let me let me come back and do that other three and get my max. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
0: no, for sure. sure like my like right. my mom never really had a uh I guess like a, a career career, you know what yeah. I mean? So she was odds and ends jobs for a long time, man. And then wow. uh to be you know straight transparent, uh she was working at food line. And so, so my mom never really, and she was happy. Like she, she's, she's, she like me. Hey, I'm at food line, cool, but I'm about to be the best here. Forget right. that. So she, she taught me that. But I think, I think it's very, very important to understand where we get our work ethics from, right? So we get it right. from what we see. And I was, I grew up seeing this lady working two jobs every day, and me and my sister, we. Cooking chicken and rice, frozen chicken at that, and throwing the, you know what I mean? The the uh the, mm. the rice in the microwave and just trying to make it work. So when you can take somebody that worked hard all their life to make sure that her kids was good, then my mom actually raised my cousin because my aunt passed away. So she had to raise mm. another set of kids too. So it was mm. it it was something that I was, you know, actually pushing for. I gotta make this lady. Just comfortable as I can, when Absolutely. I'm able to do it.
1: Absolutely, bro, and congrats for making it happen, bro. Like, so, so that's a that's a fire mama, I made it moment, broski. Yeah, yeah, and also got to ask you, bro, because it's business and we're entrepreneurs too, bro. And we all know that there's ups and downs and ebbs and flows in this shit, right? You so, see. so what? So what was there a tough down moment in the business? What was contracts? What was where was maybe a yeah. down patch? Was rough to get a few contracts, things like that
0: yeah so I it's, so it's not I, I don't want somebody to think that you know every time i submit a proposal i'm always winning i've lost way absolutely. more than i want i've lost way more than i've won way more absolutely but the the biggest thing was when i needed help you know what i mean like i i was like i'm a control freak man like i don't wanna i i didn't understanding delicate i didn't understand delegation at that point yeah. right? i didn't understand how to relinquish this and get this to this person and boom to help me grow actually i didn't understand that so that was an internal battle that i had with myself that's real and that and that kind of took that kind of took longer than what it actually needed to be i got to like 25 26 contracts i'm doing it on my own but i'm losing organization i'm now i'm not on time anymore now i'm uh uh this invoice is not getting submitted or i'm not even getting paid because i forgot to even submit this invoice I'm not paying the subcontractors, they calling me. So I'm losing my wits because I'm, I'm overwhelmed. That's right, real. that's I'm real. overwhelmed, And I'm not even, even while I was overwhelmed, I'm still not trying to bite the bullet to delegate and bring on help. So that's why I said it took me a little bit longer than what I needed to, man. And if I would have really, really just understand what it looks like to be an owner, what it looks like to be an entrepreneur, and understand that, I would have had that mentality straight from the jump, and I would have probably been a little bit ahead of the curve versus behind the eight ball like I was. So that took me some time, man, to get that yeah. and, and feel like I needed to. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. totally
2: understandable, though. You understand what I'm saying? You, yeah, yeah. you got a hard, you got a, you got to It seems like you got a phenomenal work ethic, right? Yeah, appreciate. So it. you don't you don't have to be super smart to be very organized and understanding. Okay, this is what I'm gonna do, and I, I know how to do this, right? No, no. But you you approach the situation as a hard worker, not as an owner. You approach the situation as a hard worker, not as management, and that's why it took you a long time to understand how to delegate because. One, you're like, I don't want to trust this motherfucker. He fuck it up. You understand? You like, ain't nobody can fuck it. If I fuck it up, nobody can do it like it. me. You know i saying, If I, if I fuck <laughs> it up, then I, yeah, fuck it. It's on me. I can't blame nobody. But if I give you this motherfucker, you drop this ball. You like, again, in your situation where you're not given a parachute, like you said, right? Listen, you're not eating, or this shit is all or nothing for you. So it. Yep. Really, what other mind state could you have other than that going in? Like, you understand? Yeah, you yeah, got you, you yeah, to yeah. give yourself room. You know what I'm saying? Room yeah, for error yeah. and be like, bro, anybody going into the situation with the circumstances that you went into the situation should relatively have the same type of mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I got to yeah, make yeah. sure this shit is right until you meet somebody with your hustle, until you meet somebody that you feel like you can trust and be like, okay, we on the same wavelength. Yeah, I yeah. can let him do a couple of things. You know what i'm saying and, and 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 that's what was happening that's all that is man but you know that was, that was give it. yourself some credit for that man because again man um everybody still can't do it i'm being honest like you know what i'm saying I, everybody I, I, can't it, do it bro you're right that's the downfall workers, right that's some that's some <laughs> downfalls,
0: that's, some downfalls. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's how that 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 easily can be people's downfalls yeah. right like the mentality from worker to ownership to right? ownership right that, that right there is a battle within people. I just happened to win my battle, right? I won my battle. I was like, yo, I don't want to not have this feeling that I have right now of right. my freedom, the, the money coming in, me helping my moms, me being able to just vibe. Like I was just, I, I was having a good time in life and I ain't losing it by me just being stingy. I'm gonna call it a little stingy. I'm gonna call it to what to what you were saying. I can't trust these people not knowing what delegation looks like. So I won my battle, but you're right, man. Most people lose that battle, next thing you know, they saying their business failed when it was actually them. You know what I mean? So we gotta gotta learn what we doing with ourselves and our mentality. And if we don't get that mindset straight, there's a lot of things that could tumble that was meant for greatness. Message! Message, bro.
2: But also because, again, and I want everybody to, to be clear on this, right? We're talking, Pretty much like contracting and construction based working this man was military police for a long time he told you what he was trained in doing he was trained to serve and protect in a police fashion you had you had no construction training before that you understand what i'm saying right, right. so technically you're getting into a field with apps where you have absolutely no experience where you have to rely on somebody else's expertise that's running that company to not fucking you know, screw the pooch on this. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and when you're starting your own company or you're starting a bunch of these things, you got to wear all these hats, bro, because you got to learn kind of the ins and outs. So guess what? Maybe you didn't know it on your first contract, but by your fourth contract, now when you go vet these people, it's easier to call bullshit because you know what the work takes now. You know what right. the machine look like. You know what the work right. takes. You, you Now you're starting to get a sense of it because you're doing it. So somebody like, yeah, we can do this and that's so it, you, nah, you're a liar. Yeah. You're, Oh, get the, right. the yeah because i i did yeah. triple that and it took way longer than what you know what i mean so now it, go, it even
0: go to another i'm gonna take it a step further from that yeah. It's, yeah. it's me having all of these conversations with all these professional individuals and i know what somebody's confidence sound like that they can get it done versus somebody's bs confidence share, that, that, that i can man. get it done you know what i mean so to to your point yeah there were a lot of contracts that now Hold on, I seen this before, right, right. but right. then it was uh, then it was a lot of them. But it's just like, all right, I don't know that work, but right. I know that voice. I know <laughs> that trembling that I got, that voice shaky as hell right now. Right, you know what I'm saying? So it it that's why that's why I wanted to your point what you was doing, bro. And I appreciate what you was doing, and I want to just continue to do that and stress to people. Yeah. You gotta. A, this is right here. Federal government contracting is skill based company. You yeah. as an owner, you're gonna build a lot of skills. You're gonna yeah. you got two ears and one mouth. You gotta listen twice as much as you talking. And what's yeah. that's gonna do? That's gonna help you with your written and your verbal communication. And if your communication is not at a high level, you gotta grow that skill set. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's real, man. All right, man. All right, and let's talk about you. Let's talk about the courses and, and how
1: you're helping people learn this too, bro. Let's talk, let's talk about that. Man, like when, when did you start that?
2: So a- a- what?
0: So to be honest, man, I was always, te- we got to think about it. That ain't, Jay at the gas station. Now Jay ain't got the pedal bike no more. He got a car. Jay don't went to Mexico. What the hell you doing? Like, how you got money to go to Mexico? So people was already asking me, how am I getting these material nice. things? Because they could see my life a little different now. I ain't at mom dude's crib no more neither. Yeah. I got own spot. So they, they recognize that life is changing for me. So they, they started asking me what's going on. And I'm giving them, I'm telling them. Woo, woo, woo. So I've been, I've probably been, uh, you know, obviously an inadvertent teacher for a long time. All right. But it was when, it was when I got asked by the federal government in 2017 and 2018 to give them some gloves, 18.2 million to be exact. That's when I was like, I was like, hold on, man, like there's a lane that I think a lot of people really don't know how to do it the way I'm doing it with the low level of skill sets that I started from. And I know a lot of people are in my group versus a lot of people that start from, you know, uh, degrees and knowing how to start an LLC, knowing what type of business they want to already start. I didn't come from that. I just didn't know how to do that. So I'm like, man, it's a group of people out here that Don't have a lot of skills, don't have a lot of money, but they can get into the lane the way I got into it and be highly successful just as well. So we started actually, man, 2017, 2018. We launched the course at the end of 2018, 2019, and uh, it's just been highly successful. It's called the Federal Code. Obviously, during the pandemic, people was at home, so it kind of really took off then. Yeah, 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 it kind of really took off then for real. Uh and I still do it. Like, like I'm not a dude that teach something that don't do it no more. I already, this year alone, we've already won seven contracts. So it's not like I'm doing something that I did 15 years ago and now I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm a relic and the information is old as hell. Nah, I'm doing this right now with my team today. So, uh, right now we got a little bit over, uh, 6,500 students, man. They've already procured over. 53.5 million dollars in federal government contracts for physical work that they're not doing and I'm just I just going to be proud of man to get messages. appreciate that to get messages get more about yo you changed my life you changed my family's life you changed my financial trajectory and I'm just like that right there just makes me want to keep pushing to teach cuz I got the moments where I'm just like man you know what I I don't need I was never on Instagram I was never on no social media platform. Yeah. I will not on none of that because I was getting busy. I was doing my thing. I wasn't yeah. sheltering the information. I just wasn't in the front of a, loud, a a large group. I was just doing it for the people around me. But when you do it for a large group, sometimes you can get a, a discouraged or just be just tired. You know what I mean? Like yeah, people want right. to. It, it, it's crazy. My son will be with me somewhere, and somebody, and I might be tired, and somebody want to rap with me, you know, yo, I learned government contract right through you, yada, yada, or take a picture. And sometimes I don't I know Hollywood shit, but sometimes I just be like, man, it's cool. I'm with my son. So let me chill. But I can't turn that off because that person wants to express to me that I changed their life. And those moments make me, it just gives me energy again. It's just like, man, you know what? I actually need to hear that, man. I appreciate that, brother, or sister, whoever said it to me. So those moments are what now is my new passion man i really found my new passion actually you know what i don't think i ever found my path outside of basketball i don't think i really had a passion but i think now well i know now teaching government contract and seeing the light bulbs and, and people heads go off that's that's my new passion easy yeah, I'm announcing
1: it right now more than the title federal coast. We doing shady acres lawns. We do doing- <laughs> I want in, brother. How I, do I, I get to the yams? wait
2: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's more Garrett. <laughs> it. I want in didn't that shit for Jay. I done did that shit for, did that shit for 22 fucking years. I am yeah. not I'm doing that shit. Not a, a <laughs> little project managed like a motherfucker. You fuck, me. I know so, a good right, lawnmower. Again, I, I, again, that should sound that should sound cute to so you. Actually, fucking project managing. Look, be clear. Project managing off the job is completely different from fucking project managing on the job. Yeah, be clear. Be very clear. Yeah, In yeah, project yeah. managing from his office calling in saying yo it shit good that that's one type of project manager mm-hmm. being the project manager that oversees the day to day like the budgeting the scheduling and shit like that that's a complete different fucking animal
0: bro yeah who the fuck got the time for that like who got the time for that
2: No, no again but no the reason right. I'm saying that is because that's an actual job and they, and that not yes. only is the job that that's a job that that gets paid very well hundreds of thousands yes. of to do that Absolutely. Man,
0: watch watch this the Absolutely. way the, the way my life is set up man yeah. I want to be as hands free as I possibly can be. right yeah as right. hands free as I possibly can yeah. hit me with the hit me with the fires yo they ain't get paid or we yeah. need to get paid or yeah. something yeah. like hit me with the fires I'll put them fires out but that day-to-day stuff like yeah. so so That's to right. like even when you're acquiring companies that even takes a process because at least I want to If I'm acquiring this company, guess what I want to do mentally, just for me, my own sanity. I want to learn about the business. So now I got to be in the business for a couple of days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months, so I can feel comfortable to remove myself. But that, that being intertwined and having employees and you got to deal with this person and talk to that person, man, catch me on the golf course, catch me at the basketball court. with my youngest man that's how my life set up i ain't that's like yeah
1: my my boy (laughs) yeah my guy gave money he said set me at the course that's where the money at at the golf course
2: i commend commend anybody and and i and i used to tell this to people as i was coming up in the ranks man uh, i commend anybody that's able to elevate themselves Mm
3: -hmm. from a
2: worker status and become an owner and an entrepreneur and do that like i said it's just six degrees of separation there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. that are phenomenal technical people great hands-on they will do your job phenomenally for you but managing the company they'll fucking it'll go under you know what i mean So it's you, about, yeah, yeah it's about yeah. finding that balance i got a question for you though um so when you're doing these contracts now right when you're doing these contracts and you kind of touched on it before with the growth of your company and you now starting to move um from obviously the beginning stages of a startup company to a you know mid-level intermediate company and stuff like that do you actually now that you're up and running, have like a projected amount that you want to go for for the year? Do you budget out and say, OK, listen, um, I want to shoot for contracts where, you know, we're looking at like, you know, budgeting out like 10 million a year. Do you actually do that now or are you, are you still just taking them um, case by case basis and then saying, OK, once we hit what looks like to be our limit, then we stop? How, how do you how do you go about that?
0: Now, phenomenal question. So we do it. We do the case by case. But okay. when you get to a certain level, you get what's called sole source, sole right. source by the federal government. So you don't have to bid on anything. They come to you. So right. we have our sole source meetings with the departments. That's why I named right. Interior. That's why right. I named Homeland Security, because they'll say, hey, we want to give this dollar amount of contracts to you for this fiscal year. So they actually help help us plan our budget out for the fiscal year. And we don't have to do it because we right. are sole source by those agencies. So, yeah, nah, right. phenomenal question. Phenomenal.
2: Man,
1: my I mean, god my god with, with that yeah i know we, i know we got a rap bro but i just want to let you know man i just want to thank you man, because I, I learned a lot from this conversation yeah and and just to see another black brother bro where we from you know what I'm saying? i got family in virginia bro. we from petersburg shout out to Van, hey. it's, it's real out there man. we got yeah you know I man we got family out there it's real man so i know the situations we come from bro you know what i'm yeah. saying we come from the situations for you to come home persevere through what you persevere through have that mindset walk the walk go through it, man, set up generational wealth for your family, bro, and then give the gems back, and that's what this is about, bro, and that's why we call it more than a title, bro, because they would've never saw the brother at the gas station to see who you are today, man, and we gotta show them motherfuckers who we are, man, so I love stories like this, and I appreciate you coming
0: on to the platform and keeping it real, man. Nah, man, appreciate y'all for having me, man. I do do wanna say something real quick, man. I never want anybody to think that I had a, a super, super hard life, right? Like, My mom didn't have us in the hood, I just walked down to the hood. Like I wasn't in there, I walked down to the trouble. Yeah, I walked down to the trouble, because it looked fun, everybody always outside, they ride bikes, they doing backflips off the mattresses, I'm like, man, I'm going down there. So my my upbringing wasn't a a super, super struggle, however, I chose that environment, I chose to be in that environment, which made my life a sort of, of, of a struggle. However, all of those struggles created the man that you see today, man. I got integrity. I got integrity. I speak with confidence. I always look a man and a woman in the eyes. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna tell you how I feel, but I'm not gonna disrespect you. And I I like those mores about myself or how I grew up and from how I watched my mom raise this man. So anybody that's having a challenge in their life or anybody that's creating their own environment just understand your life bigger than them four blocks that you can see. People out here getting money. It's easy to get the money, but it's hard to unlock your mindset to maintain that money. And we all You gotta strive for it, yeah,
1: yeah. bro. Now, and I just feel like, hey, and just to clarify, but just the struggle, bro. From where we from, bro? It's not, you know, what I'm saying because I'm in the same thing, middle class mom and sister, all that, yeah. bro. But yeah. the struggle it's just not having freedom, not having that generational wealth, not having that's that right. cheat code, not being able to do what you want when you want with the people you love, having to see your peoples get up and bust their ass every single day and not enjoy their life at some point and all that stuff. And that's the sacrifice they made for us, for our generation to pick up the ball and run with it. And now we got the spot where our kids gonna take that shit and run with it.
0: And hey, run with
1: it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what this love. is about.
0: Love, Real, bro, bro.
2: Yeah, I, I, I just want to say, Um, you know, I want to say thank you, man. Um. For the comment that you made about understanding that y- you paying it forward, yep. is mandatory, right? Because technically somebody gave you that opportunity when you didn't have the opportunity by getting you started. And yes, for sir. somebody to stop you and say, Yo, bro, I learned this from you and you and you changed my life, which now changed my entire family's dynamic, bro. I think that's the biggest compliment that somebody could ever possibly pay to you, man. Um, I that really- you to have actually changed somebody's life watch this for the better because we yeah. already know the stigmatism in our community is we always could do each other dirty right and change people's lives for yeah, the worse, right so you know what i would what i would absolutely love for you to do and i'm and i'm, I'm mad that we don't have it now man please and i'm i'm, I'm saying please I think this is a phenomenal program. I think, you know, people need to hear about this. If you could forward me the information, forward us the information, I would love to make a flyer and put that up, man, and help promote that for you. Um yeah, because yeah. education is key, people. Anything you want to do, just take the time to learn about it and you can be successful. But like this gentleman said, just take the time to learn it and okay. you can be successful. So if you can send us that information, man, I, we would love to put that up and yeah. you know, send that link so yeah, that and- to know about your program man. and
1: also put your number in the group chat now because you know you got brothers in the bronx right now mm-hmm. uptown mm-hmm. so when you come That's to new york crazy. you know the vibes man we do our we do a group chat we extend the invitation to all our guests when you come yeah. to new york we actually about to meet up with one of our dogs tomorrow man you know go to brooklyn child house do we do what we do you know what i
2: mean too and easy let, man. too let easy
0: know where they,
2: let the people know where they can find you jay because i'm pretty sure you're gonna have a lot of people reaching out all to you all after good this. yes after sir this.
0: i'm on instagram man at I am Jason White underscore at I am Jason White underscore. The website is the federal code The federal code.com. You talk to me on my talk back, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, boy. Y'all, y'all fellas' energy is is my contagious. God. Energy is never lost It's <laughs> only transferred, man. Only <laughs> transferred.
1: You already up? know, man. So you already know, later this week, we got Netta Jenkins coming up this Thursday. Next Tuesday, we got Jay Alexander, co-founder of FUBU, pulling up. Then we also got Angela Stanton, who's a campaign manager, author, activist for Robert F. Kennedy. And then we got Babs Bunny for making the band coming through on the
2: 27th, Dude, you, dude, and we dude, doing dude, it from the block. Dude. We
1: from the catch with, it. with, it. with oh, it. Oh,
2: show
1: <laughs> but you know what it is. Good looks for pulling Yo. up y'all more than a title. You know what it is, man. We see y'all Thursday, man. Let's be honest.